Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The app. Everybody's talking about the app. The Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, has said that uh, take-up of the COVID app this morning has been really good. And according to the news there, you might have heard a few minutes ago, up to 250,000 times it's been downloaded. There is already a comprehensive testing and tracking service in place in Ireland, and the app is an extra tool in the fight against COVID-19. Mr Donnelly said the privacy aspects of the app were impressive and that permissions uh, would be requested before any tracking measures were taken using the app. Now, I'm going to explain to you how the app works. Well, I'm not going to explain to you. Actually, I have somebody better than me to explain how the app works and the privacy issues. But I want to know, do you have an issue with it? Because I've heard mixed reports from people saying they have and they haven't issues. Liam Herrick, by the way, from the Irish Council of Civil Liberties, says he cannot recommend installing it at this point. So clearly he doesn't know enough about it yet. Or maybe he's a little bit unclear about it yet. He says we still don't see the case uh, as being made that the benefits will outweigh the potential risks. This is according to the Council of Civil Liberties. So I want to know what you think. Uh, is there enough transparency around this app? Do you understand it? Do you understand what's going on behind the scenes on your mobile phone to make this app work? And are you happy with it? Uh, the consent aspect of it. And will you be downloading it? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. You don't have to worry about your phone being able to handle it. Both Apple and Android phones, you might have noticed in the last two or three weeks, have updated their phones, their iOS uh, on Apple. And when you downloaded the iOS, it did say that it contained new, um, I suppose, permissions for contact tracing in relation for these apps or these types of apps to work. Now, to give us more information on it, Adrian Weckler is a tech editor with the Irish and uh, Sunday Independent. Uh, good afternoon to you, Adrian. Hey, how's it going? Good. Adrian, first of all, let's explain, what does the app actually do or what's the purpose of the app? The basic purpose is when you download it and you uh, check in, it sends out sort of small little mini Bluetooth signals just all around you as you're walking around. And anyone else who has the app downloaded on their phone, um, if they come within two meters of you and they stay there for 15 minutes or more, the two phones will recognize that fact. Okay. And it'll sort of be logged anonymously within the app on the phone, on the server, but on the actual phone, on the two phones. Right, just in the background somewhere, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the idea is, and it, so that will happen you know, with dozens or hundreds or thousands of people, however many people that you happen to be in close proximity with in that way over any 14-day period, right? Okay. Now, let's say one of us then goes for a COVID-19 test and is tested positive. As part of the contact tracing process, so what, ha- what happened there, you get your test, you test positive, you maybe you ring up the HSE and you're, you're you're finding out what to do next. They will then say to you, okay, do you have this COVID-19 app? And you might say, yeah, I do. Okay, we're going to send you a code. If you don't mind, you don't have to, but if you, if you agree to it, you put in this code into your app. And that will then inform all of those phones that were around you in that 14-day period that were within two meters of you for 15 minutes. That's some anonymous phone that they were in close contact with. Uh, their owner has COVID-19 that they should go and get a test. And that's basically how it works. So, now, okay, so when we get back to, I suppose, our data and how it's protected, Mm. right? I I understand the reasoning for that. So you might be in a restaurant, for example, and I might have been in the restaurant the same night. Mm. You have COVID-19. 
I get a text on my phone the next day saying, listen, somebody in that restaurant, or not particularly that restaurant. No, you'd want to be right beside, within two metres. Okay. okay. Well, we, well, Bluetooth works up to about what? It can work up to about four or five metres, can't it? Oh, oh, oh it, can, it can work up to ten metres, but but the this is... But how does the phone recognise? I'm, I'm not oh, no, that okay this, with technology. This, but this, it, is what, this is why the app is built. This is why so much hoo-ha over building this app, because it can do things like tell when a phone is, is that either possible? two meters. But oh, is, that, yeah. is that technically possible for Bluetooth oh, yeah. to distinguish between one meter, two meter, four meters, five yes, meters? Yes, it is. Yeah. Now, now it is. I, it is asterisks, right? It is with um, with some difficulty. I mean, most of the apps that were designed and built, including the ones that the Brits just built and threw out for over ten million quid, didn't work. And the reason they didn't work was because they were trying to go it alone. What the Irish app and the German app and a lot of the other European apps is, is based on is a, they call it an API. It's basically a, a layer of technology that Apple and Google themselves came together to build specifically for this. Now, just to clarify, Apple what? have already said that when this is all over, they will be giving people the option to remove this from the iOS. So, because they said it's something that's it's unprecedented uh, yeah. because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So, because if you remember last year, Apple wouldn't even give the FBI information on somebody's phone who they believed was a murderer. They had oh, to go to the. Yeah. So, uh, so Apple have been quite cautious about how they've approached this. Now, I don't I can't speak for Samsung and Androids as well. But, it, okay, so getting. So, I get a text saying, uh, last. Will it be specific and say where I, where I kind of bumped into nope. somebody or walked nope. past somebody or sat. Okay, just in the last. Last twenty four hours is that is that what it last is? fourteen days? Okay, the la- in the last fourteen days. Okay, so in the last fourteen days, somebody with COVID nineteen has been in your vicinity or been close for to fifteen you. minutes for more than under two meters away from you. Right. Okay. Now, so the, maybe maybe a bus, for example. Okay. So under the data protection laws from last year, um, I'm not asking for that text. So that's an unsolicited text. Is that going to cause a problem with the data commissioner? No. Right. No. Okay. So obviously, this yeah. has been approved by the data commissioner already. Uh, approved is maybe the wrong word, but this went through a data protection impact assessment as one of the reasons that it held the, the app up for, for weeks. Mm. Um, the Attorney General has also been poring over it. I mean, there, there, there are things that, that did cause um, a, lot of, a lot of interest among those groups, but this particular thing wasn't one of them. The way that they have baked in, like they've published all of the considerations and the entire pathway and everything that this does now, do, by the way, do I have to have the app to get that text? Oh, yeah. All right, Absolutely. so so I'm not just going to... If I don't have the app on my phone, I'm not getting any texts? No. All right, okay, so I have... So when I install the app, there's obviously an OK button where I'm giving oh, consent you, to receiving okay those texts. Buttons. There's OK buttons every two minutes on it. I mean, you, you, okay. ba- you like, the, the consent thing is... Uh, you, you have to consent to A, then B, then C, then D, then E. And if at any point you want to delete the app or leave the app or just delete it, delete the, the data from it. There are buttons all over the place to do it. Right, okay, so so consent was a big issue. Big issue. Constru- I mean, I know the app cost 850 grand to develop, which, by the way, is not a big, huge amount of money in the big scheme of things. The, the Brits spent 12 million pounds, yeah. and they had to throw it out. Well, <laughs> that seems like a huge... I know, because theirs was a huge waste of money. You know? Okay, is there anything else the app is capable of? Is it capable of looking at clusters, for example? I mean, can the HSE no. look to see, for example, if there's a lot of people with the app in a certain area at a certain time to, you know, to obviously decide, you know, the, the hot spots essentially. I know it's they did not, this in the UK. Not, it's, it's not designed to do that. No, I mean, one of the, the issues with it is that um, it's incapable of using GPS or advanced location uh, tracking. It, it's 
Apple and Google won't allow the HSE to do that. So the HSE can't tell, other than a very, very general approximation of where um, you know of where you might be. They can't tell that you're in a, a street, or they can't really, really tell that you're in a part of a village or anything like that. Okay. So they can, it's not really great for you know for cluster detection. Um, like uh, no, it's not. Okay. No. Okay. So the HSE. So their part in this is so. I get a, 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 a code from the HSE. That mm. I put that code in. It sends then text to everybody I've been in proximity to. Mm. What information do the HSE have or do they get? Do the HSE get information about whose app was close they, to the COVID positive person? Do they get no, that information? No. They, they, don't, they don't initially. What happens, the way that the HSE gets information at every point is basically you're kind of volunteering it so you're ringing them up you're contacting them you're agreeing to them suggesting that you might do this that's sort of the way it it happens because i I, I suppose there are the you know the conspiracy theorists out there who think you know if i don't know this app the hse and the guards will be knocking on my door because somebody (laughs) was in a restaurant last night beside yeah and you didn't pay your tv license no 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 like and look I understand why there would be, if not conspiracies, because the problem with conspiracy theorists is they're 99.9% of the time wrong, right? And that's, that's being generous, right? I, don't, I do understand cynicism. I mean, I understand how somebody could be skeptical or cynical of an app that was, that was built by, the two, by two of the biggest tech companies, one of which is Google, which is known for doing everything it can to try and I track I mean, most you people don't just go Google, Facebook, Apple, or any of these big companies. They don't because, unfortunately, we have seen so many, uh, so much evidence in the past where these companies have used their information wrongly. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, even though I was starting off on the conclusion that you reached, I wouldn't agree with your conclusion because you say most people don't trust Google or Apple. If you do, they use them every day. I mean, oh, no, I know. There's, I know. No, there's nobody who doesn't use it. But... Uh, the point I was making was... I mean, I use Facebook, but I don't trust them. You know what I mean? I don't trust so Facebook. So then what does trust mean? Well, I, but but anyway, I, but use, but I use it for work, as I said. I wouldn't yeah, use it yeah, personally. Yeah, you only read Playboy for the But I mean, Liam, anyway, okay, Liam Herrick from the Irish Council of Civil Liberties, and of course, Liam is their spokesperson and be on RT News on a regular basis. He says, we still don't see a, uh, the case is being made that benefits, mm. well, the benefits will outweigh the potential risks. Uh, he said, there's still an opportunity for more transparency and to have good statutory oversight mechanisms. We will certainly feed into that if asked as other scientists and engineers working in the field. Yeah, very, very fair points. Um, I would say on the, on the point of whether or not this app will be effective or not, we don't really know. So one of the questions I was putting was uh, earlier to Minister Donnelly and, and others was, look, how do we know this is actually going to work? What's the point of downloading this? Will we have any kind of transparency uh, to tell the public that since this app was downloaded, roughly speaking, we made, you know, 20,000 connections, um, and we believe, look, through our modeling process, we believe that it alerted, you know, you know, 1,500 people to go take COVID-19 tests, and it might have saved, like, you know, something like that. One of the problems at the moment is that the numbers have actually fallen very dramatically in Ireland, so it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult right mm-hmm. now in the summer. If this fabled second wave uh, this dreaded second wave comes in the autumn or the winter. I think then you might well, that's see... That's kind of inevitable, isn't it, really? You know what I mean? The second wave is, and third wave and fourth wave, possibly, of scientists are right about this virus being around. Yeah, well, that, that, I don't, that, I, that I know a little yeah. about. What, what I do know is that... Um, I'll, I'll say one thing. 
for for the app's um, uh, fortunes or its prospects. I mean, it's been downloaded now three hundred thousand times in twelve mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. So that, that's five percent. And how many? How many? How many people need to ha- see? Here's the thing: when we, when we talk about vaccines, mm-hmm. there's a thing called a herd immunity, right? So you need yep. to have eighty-five percent of people. I remember with the British app. I remember watching it on GMB one morning, and it was a disaster. And you're right; it was a complete disaster the way they designed it. But they still said they had to have fifty-five percent of the population would have to download it for it to actually work properly. Maybe, yeah. I, I, with this app, do we? Would it, would it be kind of less effective if less people? Like we don't get a decent amount of the population using it. Yes, it will be less. The, the, the fewer the number of people who download this, the, the less effective it'll be. Most experts that you talk to put a baseline of it of around 20 to 25 percent. That's roughly what. So in Ireland, that would be somewhere around 1 to 1.5 million people, right? Mm. Um, now, you. Well, probably you, less because you can discount children out of that. Well, children aren't allowed to download it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So it's probably... Honestly, it was, although, so even 20% is say, probably only about like 700,000. Just to 000. test that, when yeah. I downloaded it, it gives you a button being saying, I'm over 16, I'm not over 16. I said, I'm not over 16. The screen then said, okay, sorry, you can't use it. So I just, <laughs> I just reversed one step. Hit, I am over 16. Yeah, no problem. Continue. So you can lie yeah, on us. Okay. Yeah, no, there's no... Yeah. Now, okay, the, but can the, I ask another question? Sorry. Yeah, go, yeah. So go ahead. I was going to no, ask I, you about I, the Bluetooth. I was, yeah, I was just, just on that under 16 point. It was explained to me or was suggested to me by officials that um, the the justification for allowing that to be really easy to say you're over 16 is that it, that might be a valid form of parental control. Like, it, like it, it might be okay for a parent sitting with a 14 or 15 year old to go, okay, I'm allowing you to press that I'm over 16 because I'm exercising my parental and it's all okay. Mm. But anyway, that's... That yeah, but then you, you will have parents arguing, well, I don't want my kid downloading and getting unsolicited text. But anyway, uh, look, okay, getting back to the Bluetooth aspect of it. So the fact that it uses Bluetooth and not GPS mm. or Wi-Fi or anything else mm. means that your Bluetooth must be on, I assume. So because oh, a lot of people turn, time, yeah. well, a lot of people turn their Bluetooth off because it runs Do their battery don't? down. Do they? Well, I don't. Yeah. Because I, I have my watch on all the time. So I'll tell you what, the thing with Bluetooth is for... I think the vast majority of people now, especially those with relatively new phones, Bluetooth is used. Most people just keep Bluetooth on in the background. Like people have AirPods, they've they've all sorts of wireless stuff going on. They just keep them. And Bluetooth efficiency in terms of batteries is much much better than it was uh, a few years ago. If you have an older phone, by the way, this this app won't work on an older phone. No, it won't work have, on. You have to have Bluetooth, yeah, right. But um, yeah, in in the older days. Sorry, the older days, the older phones. The old, Jeepers, you're making us sound really <laughs> no, old, Adrian. No, no, no. Older it, days, it, 15 <laughs> years ago, you mean? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, that was, that was pre-everything. But anyway. Oh, no, but I, uh, I, only watched, I only watched the other night the launch of the iPhone, which was, I think, 2005. 2007. It, seven, there you go. Okay, so it was only 13 years ago. When you think about yeah. it, you know, oh, yeah. smartphones haven't really been around too long. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you another one. So the Apple Watch was only launched, what, four years ago? It now sells about 100 million units a year. It's the best-selling watch by an order of magnitude in the world. But anyway, that's yeah. Apple and Google. Yeah. Um, you're going to ask me, but oh, yeah. Bluetooth, so the Bluetooth, um, yeah. So if I turn it off, it doesn't work. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. It will affect your battery a little bit. And I know this because I asked both Apple and Google this myself on a conference call um, about it when they were outlining the design of this. Um, but they say two things. One it's unbelievably minor. Like, it's way more minor than a lot of things that you would normally have going on. Like, it's nothing compared to GPS, for example. Um, and the second thing is, they're bringing out um, uh, an updated version of it um, at the end of July. 
and that again will probably make it a little bit better. So if this had been launched, say, a year ago, this would have been one of the big things I would have been watching for battery life. It doesn't seem to be a major problem, but it will have a very marginal effect. So if you've got an old, like a four or five-year-old phone, if your battery, if you're the type of person whose battery's running out by midday, honestly, that's, that's really because you have an old phone. But yeah. nevertheless, um, or you're just using it, it too much. Yeah, it, it might be a factor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the other thing as well is it, you have to update your phone. Obviously, for those who haven't updated their iPhones in probably six months, if you're doing it manually and not automatically, uh, you need to update to the latest iOS. And the same yeah. will go for Android. I'm not familiar with Android phones, but I'm sure there's operating systems as well. So you have to update to the latest operating system for your uh, Android. Right. Uh, what about, by the way, Huawei? Are they in the game here at all? They are, for most of the people in Ireland who have a Huawei phone, they are in the game. So I have a, a Huawei P30 Pro, which was last year's flagship Huawei, and that runs it fine, because that runs Google fine. The only Huawei phones that don't run, uh, that don't have the Google Play Store, are the brand new ones from kind of this from, from you know this year, from a couple of, a couple of months ago. And the ones without important. Google and YouTube on them, yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And that's... A real I don't know why you want to phone with it. I don't know why you want to phone with it. It's a real tragedy. Because they're good phones, yeah. They're not just good phones. I test all the phones. I have all the phones, and I can tell you. What was the best phone? What was <laughs> the, in your opinion, straight Adrian? Up. What's the best phone ever? <clears throat> straight up, in terms of hardware, no question about it. <clears throat> the flagship Huawei is the best going. Best camera, it's it's best battery life, it's best everything. Um, but no way should, should you buy it because there's no point without having a Google Play Store. Yes, you can sideload apps onto it, but that's not the same at all. And Google even warns you against doing that. You could actually cause damage uh, to uh, to the system. So it's a real tragedy. Blame Donald Trump, blame whoever you want. Well, uh, but well the British government are involved now. They they kind of had a caveat mm-hmm. in there allowing them. Now they're saying they're not. They they obviously thought that the Chinese were using them for spying on people. So. No, that, well, that's, that's, a 5G, that's a 5G networking yeah. thing. So that's yeah. to do with um, allowing uh, Huawei to provide components into Vodafone and other companies in, in the UK that are building 5G mobile networks. And, and the reason for that is, yes, yeah, this US war against Huawei in China. And the US have now said that Huawei will not be allowed to buy any components from US firms. So that means from the Brits' point of view that um, they now can't verify all of the components in <clears throat> the Huawei kit that's going into the network, which means they can't guarantee to the British government that there aren't dodgy components there, and that's what that's about. Yeah. Okay, but get, getting back to the app, so you would recommend for people to download it, you've, no, you've nothing to lose. I would. No, okay, I, I would. And yeah. without the app on your phone, when I, when I got my updates, uh, just finally, I got my updates going back uh, about four or five weeks ago, maybe a bit more actually, and it came up on the iOS app uh, update, and it says uh, new whatever it is, software updates for contact tracing apps for the future, blah, 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 blah. Um, now, what? how is that changing your phone? What's now different without having the app on my phone? What's yeah. now different about my phone now than there was before that update? Zero. What's, where's the comp? But surely Absolutely there's a comp- zero. But surely, surely there's some sort of compromise. No. Nope. I mean, I understand, you know, it's a public health emergency and I'm all with it and everything mm. else. But surely there is a, there has to be a compromise there. Something that Apple and, and Android are doing now are allowing company this particular app to do that they've never allowed an app to do before. Imagine, where they've had to ima- update it. Imagine buying a small little safe, like a really small one. And imagine putting it into bringing it into your house and putting it into your spare room and keeping it locked with nothing in it and uh, and then giving the keys to it to a to a friend or a cousin 
the safe is utterly useless without the key to, to, to open and do something with it. That's sort of roughly what's going on there. All right, so unless you have the app, and obviously that's your own decision, what you want yep. to do, and it does give you lots of opt-outs throughout the app, and mm. consent, etc., etc., so you know what you're doing when you're downloading it, and you, you know what mm. the aspects of the app. Well, look, I, I wish them well, and I hope it works out, and I hope things make life easier for everybody, to be honest with you. Um, and I hope it's a success. Listen, thank you very much indeed for coming on the air. Adrian no worries, Thank you very much indeed. Adrian is the tech editor with the Irish and Sunday Independent. But there you go. You know what the app does now. Um, you basically get a message from somebody you don't know uh, saying, in the last 14 days, you've been close to me within two metres for more than 15 minutes. Uh, I'm now COVID positive. Maybe you should go get tested. That's more or less what the app does when you download the app. So it's tracking people who are meeting together or who are close to each other for more than a 15-minute period, if you're in a restaurant or a bar or whatever it happens to be. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.